What's up, y'all? It's Will here at Schedule Fly, and I'm super excited today because we've not done an episode in like a month, um, which, or maybe even over a month, uh, and I, I'm very thrilled today to have Ashley Paget on the phone. Uh, she's a third-generation owner at Allison's Restaurant up in Kennebunkport, Maine, and we were going to do an episode a little while back, and then things were starting to reopen, and then they weren't going to reopen, and it's just been crazy. And so, um, but actually, you're you're the first person that I've talked to uh, for a podcast in over a month now. And we were doing wow. I mean, for a while, we were doing like there were days where I was doing three or four episodes early on because nobody had anything else to do. Um, and then as things kind of started to open, or you know, various uh, governors were saying, okay, on this date, you can, you know, when people started planning, I just said, you know what, I'm just not going to call anybody for a while. I, I, everybody needs to focus on that. They're not going to have time to, to do this. And so it went from like nothing happening to like overdrive because it's like almost like opening a new restaurant, isn't it, to, to get started again? It really is like opening a new restaurant. We're only outside right now. So, um, and we've never had out- outdoor seating in 47 years of business. So, um, we ended up setting up actually quite a ways from the building. It's across a parking lot that we were able to put a tent. So not just a new restaurant, but we're cooking and then we're, you know, hauling it across a parking lot to the other side. And, uh, it's, it's been interesting to say the least. Wait a minute. Okay. So 47 years, you've never had outdoor. Never. At all. And now everything's outdoor. No. Everything. We have a hundred seats outside. Holy cow. Yeah, uh, and on opposite sides, one is sort of in one direction out by the water, and the other is in the other side. Um, a building, a hotel next door to us, actually, is not opening this season. So they were really gracious enough to offer us their outdoor space. So, um, yeah, it's quite a haul out there. We're doing takeout only. It's All the containers are takeout um, because we just can't carry plates across a parking lot or you know up a hill to the hotel next door. Um, so it's been quite a learning curve. Wow. Well, okay. So you got a hundred seats outside, right? Uh, so you're bringing food to people in takeout containers, and then they're they're sitting at their tables and eating. Yes. Okay. So it's it's still regular service. We have a liquor license at both tents, so it's still you know a server there, and you can get drinks and everything. It's just the containers are takeout containers. Okay, and then. Therefore, you're very reliant, well, I mean, completely reliant on good weather. Uh, yes. Now, you said tents, so can you, so if it's raining, you're still able to serve? Not really. The uh, main uh, mandates require us to have three sides open um, at all times. So if it's raining, um, you know, there's any sort of wind or anything, uh, everyone gets soaked. Oh, so, God. wait a minute. Not three, really. Three sides open at all times. Okay. Now, are you so? Are you not allowed there in Maine or there in Kenny Bunkport in your city to have people inside at a restaurant at all? So uh, originally, June first was supposed to be all restaurants opened, um, you know, restricted as far as how many people you could have inside. But it was supposed to be indoor dining, and then two days before, um, the governor changed it to only outdoor dining. So. We just had to scramble to find a tent company and get tents set up, and um, it was uh, it was challenging, uh, but we got it done. So June one, we opened outside, and then 
I want to say it was a week ago or a little over a week ago that she allowed indoor dining, but we already had a hundred seats set up outside <laughs> and God. that with takeout, um, which is, you know, I, I think it's up 300% or something for takeout. Um, so just all together, it's overwhelming for us to keep doing that. And people really like sitting outside. I don't know how many people are quite comfortable yet sitting inside. Yeah. Um, so we just kind of left it as is for now. We're not open inside at all. Okay. Okay. Well, how, how has the weather been? What's what's it like up there this time it's of year in Maine? It's been beautiful. Okay, um, good. So it's been 80 and sunny almost every day. There's thunderstorms here and there, but not bad. Okay. So we've been very lucky so far. What happens in july and august there does it get real hot there in the summer or is it, it well i mean well for us it does it's you know 85 or 90 um but <laughs> not not compared to probably north carolina <laughs> uh and you probably don't have much humidity either do you it's not bad no okay. and we're right on the coast so there's always a breeze and um you know breeze off the water so it's not bad okay so y'all had to I mean, that's that's crazy it's hard enough to make that transition to just outdoor but then to do it so you had literally two days before you thought you were going to be opening within two days. You had to completely revise your whole service model. Yes. So it hurt a lot of restaurants. Um, you know, people who couldn't, couldn't put that together that quickly just couldn't open. Um, and there's some places that just don't have an option for outdoor dining. Um, even on the sidewalk, they just don't have the option, even though the towns are really working, uh, with everyone. Um, so, like I said, a, a week or so ago, some of those places were able to open inside. But the biggest challenge for us right now is actually the hotels are empty. Um, mm. They're still under some pretty strict restrictions. So we have no people. Um, the weekends are kind of busy, but during the week, we just have nobody. And this is the biggest, I mean, in the next week is really when everything normally kicks off. And we're in high gear for a good eight to ten weeks, and there's just nothing happening. So the oh so okay like the inn next door that you're using their space they they would normally be open and full of people this time right. of year. they're not even yeah open. they have I don't even know how many rooms but it's a huge inn um, and they didn't even open because of the restrictions um, another inn normally has 175 staff right now they have 20 um, they just can't do rooms they're at 20 percent capacity most of the hotels if at all 20 percent. Um, Right, leading up to Fourth of July weekend, which is unheard of in Kennebunkport. So, um, yeah, we're really struggling. Um, we're lucky; we have a really good local base. Uh, we're one of the few restaurants in town that are open year round, but it's definitely a struggle. Um, well, that's <clears throat> man, that is tough. That's just bad. This is not a political statement. I don't know anything about your no, governor. No. That, that that's bad management, though. To to, to Tell people you can open June first and then change it two days before. That, but that's—I mean, I know—and it's—it's hard though, because I'm sure it's hard to. This is all this stuff. It's so arbitrary. We don't have a precedent for it. it. Nobody really knows. Or it's—it's it's basically just a, a bunch of educated guessing, and nobody really truly knows what the impact is, the health impact, the right, the. Um, I mean, because there's all these like second order effects of mental health issues from this and people, you know, Mm -hmm. not, you know, employment issues and everything else. But um, man, well, yeah, and I don't want to get political either. But, um, you know, the long term effects of basically shutting down the entire tourist season, um, you know, Maine relies on tourism for almost everything. So um, it's it's a struggle, as I said. 
Yeah, this is crazy. I mean, 47 years y'all have been operating this restaurant. You, yeah. You've been through yep. economic cycles. You've been through all kinds of stuff. But yeah. this is like Nothing probably like 10 this. times crazier than anything, you know, all the everything else put together over those 47 yeah. years. Yeah, nothing like this. And nothing this, um, you know, long term. We just, you have no idea when it's going to turn around. How so. long have you been involved? I mean, you and I talked in May of 2018. That was that was the last time you were on the podcast. And Yeah. Um, remind me how long you've been a part of the business. How long I've been part of it? Yeah. Uh, since I was a kid, I think yeah. I was 14, so 30 years. I mean, you've just been, uh, okay, ever since. <laughs> I just told you my age. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, we I'm, I'm slow with math and I haven't had much coffee yet, so all good. Uh, okay, we're, we're okay. in the same boat, by the way. Um, so, um, does, and how many, who else is involved in the family? Uh, my brother runs it with me, um, and then we have nieces and nephews. My son just started working here this year. He just turned 14. Um, so that's pretty much it. My mom is still somewhat involved. She's here once in a while, and my uncle. Um, but for the most part, it's me and my brother. I mean, this is your. This has been your life. This has been your livelihood, yes. your life, your passion, your love, your... You're everything. Uh, now your son's Absolutely. 14, the same age you were, and you got started, and here he is. And I mean, what a crazy time to start. Good grief. Yeah, it is. He loves it, though. He loves being out in the tent. Um, you know, Saturday night, he got a taste of being family because we uh, were short-staffed. So I got the mm. phone call, and it was like, oh, guess who's going in? That's funny. <laughs> guess who's got to pick up a shift. But, um, yeah, it's good. It's good. We still have lots of family, so that has been helpful we've all just pitched in as much as we can well you know w one of the positives if you can look at it this way um for him is i mean he's he's learning to he's he's learned he's watching you all have to make these major quick changes and adjustments and and adapt and adopt on the fly and that's probably, I mean, his learning curve is just ramping up really fast right now. So there's probably a lot of good that will come from this for him in terms of his education and the not just the, you know, the restaurant business, but the business of the business and, and being flexible and tinkering and making changes and having to adjust with things that are outside of your control. Those are really good lessons that will serve him well, I would imagine. Yes, all of us, really. Yeah, yeah um, sure. I, you know, after 47 years in business, you get pretty comfortable and things are... You know, the last year we had another record year, year after, year after year, we've been topping the year before. And so to just hit a wall, basically, on March, whatever it was, 18th, um, really has been a huge learning curve for all of us. Um, I'm very much a planner. I like everything set and planned out and, <laughs> yeah. you know, knowing what's coming. And um, I'm a numbers person. I like to see, you know, statistics and how things are going from year to year. So this has been... Um, yeah, a learning curve, definitely. Oh, my gosh. Just learning to think on your feet again. I mean, it's different when you're waitressing and stuff like that. But, you know, like I said, as you get comfortable after so many years and the business is doing really well, um, it's easy to get complacent. So maybe it's a blessing, uh, you know, to kind of get us moving again and, and um, having to come up with different ideas and ways to do things and learning all kinds of new things. So maybe it's a blessing. Well, in a, you know, I'm glad you, you said that. I mean, I, th I think – we can't do anything about this. All we can right. do is just, you know, manage the way that we handle it. And, you know, I mean, we've talked about that a lot um, with our business. We've talked about it, you know, as I'm sure you have with, you know, with our kids. Like, that, you know, that 
there's nothing we can do at all about this. You can get as mad as you want or get as frustrated as you want and whatever, get it out. But, I mean, the fact is you can't change anything about it. So now the question is how are you going to handle it? What exactly. are you do about how do you fix it? How do you get around it? How do you make it work? Yeah. Yeah, and, and especially when you are a planner like yourself, and, and and I feel the same. It's it's uh, it's tough, but it's also probably really healthy sometimes to just get completely out of your comfort zone and just it, it mm-hmm. forces you um to to grow and get a little bit better, and then you know things will as weird as it seems and as hard as it seems to say this right now they're going to get back to some sense of normalcy here at some point there's going to be a vaccine or there's going to be you know whatever's going to happen and and then we're going to be better prepared to deal with something like this that will probably happen again you know, this, I'm as right. connected as we are now there's probably going to be some other thing in a few years or five years or ten or three or whatever that where we go okay here we go again but now we're ready now we got yeah now we're we're, we're able to adjust more more quickly and and adapt um what's it been like up there in kennebunkport just with the uh the health side of this i mean are are, are, have y'all had a lot of cases or um no we really don't i think actually in kennebunkport the last um numbers were zero to five cases oh my gosh Um, how many people live in kennebunkport so there's uh i want to say three to five i mean it depends obviously in season there could be ten thousand people here but um year round maybe three thousand Okay. It's not a very big town. Okay. Um, but there's 1.3 million in the state of Maine, and I think we have 30 hospitalizations oh, currently. Wow. Okay. Okay. Well, that's. I mean, that's not even news. That's that's. I mean, not right. to, not to downplay those. Folks. It's certainly serious. But I mean, gosh, there's hospitalizations all the time for all kinds of stuff. Um, right. Okay. Well, that's interesting. I've heard like my. Um, my sister-in-law works in a um, uh, intensive care. She's an intensive care uh, nurse, ER nurse. And she said that, I mean, the ER here, like the big hospital in Charlotte, has um, started to fill up again um, mm. as we've reopened. But a lot of that, I think, has been just people are starting to go back to the ER for normal ER stuff, right? Like nobody right. would go for anything for a while. Um, and now people right. are going back in for you know for stuff that they um for you know however they were able to get around it weren't weren't going for a while so um mm-hmm. so yeah i think people were avoiding it for quite some time yeah yeah for sure <laughs> yeah um well you know i know this has been extremely tough and stressful i'm sure you 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 clearly um seem to be handling it as well as anybody can and I, I commend you for that i commend your family your, you. your team for that how is your team by the way like what, what where are you with staff right now and where would you be this time of year yeah we um we just recalled our full staff and oh, actually great. because of takeout is bigger than it's ever been then we have another location you know up at the inn and we have another location out by the water so we have more staff now we are would love to hire if we could um because it's basically three locations. Hmm. So, yeah, it, that's it's been a challenge, but everyone is working, you know, 40, 50 hours a week and doing their jobs and um, being really great about it and really great about adapting, adjusting to everything. You know, this is all new for them, too. They've never had to, you know, haul food all the way across the parking lot and every order, you know, we have no POS machines out there. So every time they need to place an order, they're running back inside, grab drinks, run back outside. And, um, yeah, it's been, 
it's been interesting for everybody. Does every do, do, like does everybody do all the staff wear masks or what's your protocol we do, for yep. that? Okay, yep, that is required, um, and they do, which is difficult in the kitchen. Um, they are allowed to wear face shields instead of masks. Yeah. Um, but for anyone that's worked in a kitchen, you know, it gets pretty hot back there. It's so. very hot back there. Yes, for sure. Um, and then, what about the guests? Are are people mostly wearing masks? Or are they required to? Or what's the, what's the deal? They're there? required to wear it to enter um, the restaurant, and then once they sit down, they can take it off as long as they're at the table. Um, and honestly, people have been really good about it. We have not had any issues. Everyone's been really happy, really supportive. Um, I think most people that are actually going out to eat are less frightened about everything. So, um, you know, generally just coming in already, they're more at ease than than some people that are just more nervous about everything, understandably. So it's been good. Uh, Okay. So what about restrooms? I know that sounds like a stupid question, but (laughs) yeah, we have to open our building for restrooms, but we also are lucky enough to have public restrooms that are right out behind our building that the town owns. Okay. So. Most people just use those, I think. Yeah. Okay. And then a hundred seat. How, how many do you have? Which, how many did you have uh, inside prior to this? Yeah, we normally have 150. 150. Um, okay. That includes the bar, which is totally shut down right now. I mean, there's a bartender down there in a room that's empty, which is kind of strange, making drinks for people way out in the tents. Hmm. Um, you can't set is, up yeah, like a like a temporary bar outside or something like that? We can't um, because you'd have to cover the whole front of it in plexiglass. Oh, gosh. Um, and everyone has to be six feet apart. So oh, we yeah. thought about, you know, trying to come up with some way to make that work. But cost-wise, with already having to pay out so much for supplies and, um, you know, just now that everything's in takeout containers, the cost of just that has skyrocketed. Mm. So, um and everything's hard to find now. Even takeout containers are becoming scarce because so many places are, you know, have gone to takeout. Um, so things that you wouldn't normally expect to be sort of on back order and we're hoarding as much as we can. Um, it's it's a strange time. Oh, it sure is. So so you're at two-thirds the number of seats yes. that you would have. Yep. Okay. But takeout is making up for some of that. So we're down probably 40%, I would say, with the tents. Okay, got it. Could be much worse. Do you own the building? Yes. Okay. Luckily. That's a good thing. Yes. You can deal with your landlord pretty well. No. <laughs> uh, okay, that's a good I feel I, that's going to be tough with a lot of folks that, you know, I don't know if I'm sure landlords have been, or most have been pretty flexible for the last few months, but. That's not going to last forever. Um, no. Hmm. Tough time for this business. Really tough time for this business. Uh, I, I feel, I mean, it's, uh, I mean, that's all we serve, uh, our independent restaurants. And so it's been, I, I just, all of us, we are kind of, our hearts go out to the people we serve because it's, you know, depending on your, I mean, it's where you are and what city you're in, what state you're in, what climate you're in. Um, whether all, there's so many factors right now that just, you know, can be, um, I mean, just suffocating depending on a lot of those factors for certain businesses that have been successful for, you know, five years, 10, 20, 30, whatever, 40, 47. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad that y'all are where you are. I hope it continues to improve. 
Um, thank you. And I thank you. I'm going to let you get back to it because I know you're busy, but I appreciate the time. Thanks for thank helping us. Thank you so us. much. Well, I appreciate you, you, it. Yeah, you reopened the podcast. So the podcast was closed for a while, and now it's reopened with you. So thank you, Ash. I really appreciate Amazing. it. Amazing. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time. Yeah, have a good one. See you. You too. Right, Bye-bye. Bye.